0: I can't actually remember the last time we recorded this. So I guess it's a, a welcome back yeah. to Zero Fox because we've been pretty slack on the we old have, podcasting. We have,
1: but we've now officially given ourselves, we're going to record on a Tuesday. We were, yeah. putting, we were putting them out on a Friday, weren't we?
0: Yeah. So yeah. I feel
1: like we've got, even even now, we've got more like rules in place to make yeah. this go better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're doing really well, I think. This, uh, this,
1: this podcast thing, I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely working for us. But yeah, um, what do we, what should we talk about today? I mean, it, we're all back in the world now, aren't we? We're back in the the land of yesterday was your first day you could officially hug someone.
0: Yeah, which is
1: hilarious, I think. It's just as a I love
0: I I mean I do love how like there's a rule for that. Yeah. I just find it quite amusing. I I think it's
1: that, isn't it? That there's a rule for that. That is what makes that so hilarious.
0: And what I found crazy about the rule changes yesterday, so we're recording um, on the the 18th of May. So yesterday in the UK, um, you can meet indoors with six people. You can meet outside with 30 people and you oh. can hug those are the kind of fundamental
1: that's pages. where we're at.
0: and I suppose you can have your like exercise classes and and that and jazz yeah but the thing yeah. the thing that really surprised me not surprised me but made me a bit like oh was the whole meeting 30 people outside I, I was trying to work down. out how I... I get 30 people yeah. to hang out with me
1: <laughs> yeah do you, do you know what I've been so slack with like listening to all it's a bit bad really uh but I just you know when you're like oh just more rules I just I'm not a bit, I'm, a, I'm not I abide by them but I don't really want to hear them all the time and I didn't know the 30 people outside thing until you've just said and that's hilarious oh uh, 30 yeah. people all at once I mean like... it sounds
0: like hard work Obviously, I get, you know, that, like, weddings and things, 30 people I guess, isn't that many, but 30 people outside seems like loads. Like, I couldn't think of 30 people to go to the pub with simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds horrendous. Yeah, it sounds grim. Like, I, I don't like seeing that many people. I feel like actually lockdown has put me in a little bit of a bubble where I'm like, I see people but I also have an excuse not to see people yeah and the thought of 30 people oh that's a lot yeah I was trying to work out the biggest party I've ever had and how many people were actually there and I think that was either my 17th or my 18th birthday party Yeah. And I'd say there were probably 30 people. And it felt like loads. Yeah.
1: And what, they expect us, like, I feel like we have to now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they expect us the to thing. have
1: 30 friends.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like everybody's like, ooh, six people inside must have exactly six people inside for, like, you know, make, take full advantage yeah, of rule yeah. changes. And, like, yeah. having six people inside in the pub. Because I definitely oh, yeah. found, you know, even when you could go outside in the pub, I was like, oh, well, you know, there's only five of us. Who's the sixth person that we can by <laughs> But I don't know how I can take on board that mentality for 30 because 30 is a lot and, and tiring.
1: Very tiring. I mean, I've always, I've always been, especially with like, with working when I worked with... We're going to have to moo that one out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Moo.
1: Moo. Moo. <laughs> when I worked with moo. Um, but even then, like, you're with people. It's very intense all day, every day. Um, and I would we'd get to the end of the day and everyone would be like, oh, should we go to the pub? And I'd be like, yeah. I'm just going to drive home and get changed. And I'd be halfway home and I'd be like, yeah, I know I'm not going to go back. <laughs> Because,
0: or like oh I'm just gonna sit down and yeah I'll, I'll put my pyjama bottoms on just while I'm sat down tea before I go back out
1: again. yeah yeah just getting my real comfort on before I go back to the world but yeah, yeah. I, I feel like when you've been around people all day what what do I have to say to you in the evenings that differs yeah. from being around you all day but I've always been a bit like that I've always had
0: to go home and
1: recharge my batteries
0: yeah but I, I feel I it even more now I imagine that's particularly true for even what you're currently you know with with rebel because you're having sort of class after class yeah of people that you have to interact with and be super happy and amazing with <laughs> yeah
1: they are the rules yeah no I yeah. do it's 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 really interesting I can keep myself going and I have this ability like even if I'm having a bit of a crappy day I can pull it out of somewhere but then I have to go home and like sit in morbid silence for a little bit and just and just recoup I feel the energy coming back into me but it's a really strange but I definitely I, I feel it more since we've been locked down and I've yeah uh, I guess I guess I would be a very antisocial person given the opportunity and obviously we've had like a year of being very anti-social
0: yeah which kind of probably yeah. worked quite well for me but then you've also got a business to maintain <laughs> oh, but then there's that <laughs> that involves actually interacting with people oh, oh man
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but then say again I think I I also I've missed like having a purpose and having that I really get a lot out of seeing everyone and seeing everyone achieve and yeah. Like those kind of things. I've just... I mean, I think I've i have welled up with tears every single session. Really? Yeah, at some, at some point, every session has kind of made me, like, have that little, like, is this real? Because it was taken away from us for so long. Yeah. And it's just and nice to
0: see people. You hadn't existed a particularly substantial period of time.
1: No. Your business
0: hadn't existed a substantial period of time. Obviously, you did <laughs> I ha I have... Some
1: say I have existed for thirty plus years, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, as a business, we were still very, very young. Yeah. Um, I mean, how are you finding? Because you've gone since possibly since the last podcast, you are now a freelance free in the world to do what you will.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been a very strange year for me in general because I changed job. Last August, and then hated that job. Yeah. Um, so I've gone from being in, like, you know, a relatively normal office environment where, which I've been in for sort of 18 months, and, you know, that kind of like very kind of classic office where, you know, everybody sits and has lunch and has a chat and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then, obviously, that suddenly went completely remote. Yeah. And
1: Which is huge be- in
0: itself. Yeah. And because of the job I did, because I worked in marketing and nobody else I worked with did that, I actually had very little interaction because my friends, work-wise, actually did something completely. Completely different to me. Yeah, and you don't um, have
1: that in the office. Oh, I'm just going to mooch over there.
0: Yeah, just going like, to have a chat
1: in and yeah.
0: I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was one of those things where actually, like, quite a lot of you know the stationery and all those bits, that side of the office where a lot of my mates were. And then I'd kind of do this, like, circuit and just kind of go and say hi to
1: everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I wonder if there's any other people who have worked in offices that have that, like, maybe you don't even realise you're doing it to begin with, but then after a bit you yeah. realise that your circuit to go and get stuff is actually to go and see and
0: chat with people. And <laughs> Yeah, but it would be like, you know, I'd go and ask somebody a question and then I'd be like, well, while I'm here, I might as well go and say hi to this group of people and like take the piss out of these people. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then obviously I moved to a job where suddenly I had a huge team and loads of people I was interacting with kind of all day long, but yeah. didn't have that kind of like disconnected friends relationship because. I was at home the whole time yeah and I felt like I literally spent my entire life on like online meetings like I think the worst was one week I had 35 hours of meetings <gasps> and somehow had to do my job
1: how do how is that even necessary
0: well exactly and the meetings were all pointless yeah
1: like,
0: you know it in normal world, it would just be a case of popping over, having a chat with someone, done. Yeah. But it just kind of wasn't that. And it was horrendous. And then switched to freelance, where I'm just constantly putting on different hats <laughs> because I've got so like I've got so many different clients. Yeah. But also it's weird because the stuff that you would normally have to do at a networking event where you know you put yourself out there and do your business development and make people pay you the right things, that I can't do. So I just have to speak to people on like Zoom to like, get to know them, which is a bit weird. I actually think I'm probably doing better than I would have done if I was in that. You know, like where you go, like when I lived in London, you go to these networking events and they'd be like, you know, it'd be like women in yeah. business and there'd be like a hundred people. The vast majority of people were desperately trying to sell themselves. Yeah. And actually I could never be bothered. So actually probably like the fact that this is happening this way is probably better. But I guess it's yeah. weird because especially with the changes that came like this week, Suddenly, things like going back to the office and all of that stuff seems to like be on the horizon. And obviously, I have no office to go to. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going back to an office for the absolute foreseeable future, or if ever, maybe. And,
1: and, that, and now you've said that out loud does that does that fill you with joy, or does it fill you with terror, or is there are there feelings I mean, about that, that statement?
0: I think there, there are a few things. There's one that I find a bit weird, and I'm sure you definitely probably find this weird as well, is that when you're not working, you are not making any money. You and... absolutely are not.
1: <laughs> I've had a year of that.
0: <laughs> and obviously when I was, you know, in my pretty cushy office job and yeah. would, you know, go around, have a chat, blah, 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 did I do the exact amount of hours of actual productive work that I was being paid for? Yeah, No, because yeah. you have all those things where, you know, you just have a chat and you might grab a coffee with someone. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's one thing that I am finding quite strange is that every minute but I, I'm not billing somebody... <laughs> I'm not making any money, so yeah. it's really weird because, like, things like getting away from my desk, <laughs> getting a cup of tea, That's I actually true. feel like <laughs> weirdly guilty about. Yeah, I okay, care. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand then, that feeling. But I mean, in terms of like not going back to the office, like, it's I'm not hugely far. And I was saying this to, <laughs> to one of my friends. I was like, to be honest, I've got enough friends who I'm meant to see more regularly than I do yeah and I always feel like in an office environment there's that pressure to like go for after work drinks and, yeah and all of that stuff and if you don't you're a bit of a dick
1: yeah yeah there's definitely a pressure with
0: that and, definitely and you know I'm busy enough
1: it just feels. It just feels like then going out and doing a socialise with your friends that you've not necessarily worked with all day. Like these are group. These yeah. are people that you've chosen to be in your life. Like people yeah. you choose to be your friend. It's then that then yeah. becomes a chore or a job because you're like, oh, yeah, I've got, to pe- got to pencil that in now, and then I've got to yeah. like give myself at least this long before to look
0: presentable. Yeah, and especially, (laughs) like, my friends, and uh, I know yours are as well, like, they're very geographically dispersed. Yeah. So actually, like, seeing my friends is, like, a logistical effort. Where it's, like, like one of my friends is having a baby um, pretty soon. Congratulations, friends. She lives down near Brighton. And obviously, like, I can't just go and pop in and meet the baby because it's like five hours away (laughs) it's a bit further than a pop that really isn't it yeah so you can't really pop but then you're also like I can't really stay with you because you've just had a baby like yeah it's kind of it's you know all of those things they're like quite a logistical effort anyway so I'm kind of a bit like well at least you know now I don't have to even consider what yeah. i'm doing work
1: yeah i guess yeah there's that it gives you
0: <laughs> gives you, yeah yeah i'm with you i get it i get it i get it yeah and it's yeah nice to have that freedom really but i think you know we're we're a generation where like you know i know like my mom like doesn't have very many friends mm. um I think that's because you know she went to school, she went to uni, and there was like no, obviously, there was no like internet, so like you effectively became like pen pals, and like that's gonna <laughs> turn time for that fairly yeah. quickly, yeah. Whereas I think you know now because like it's so easy to be connected to people, we've all got a phone in the palm of our hand, yeah, like it means that you end up with. A lot more friends than like previous generations sort would of have had
1: at yeah the and there's that stress of um if you it's have like I think as well like I'm I think we're very similar you've done a lot of traveling so yeah even then you meet more different people like I lived in London for a bit you've moved cities a lot I've lived yeah. like all over the place and actually you then have these little clusters like I went to college and I had friends at college and then and then there was the university, I had my friends from there. And then I had my friends from back home originally. And, and yeah. then it, you have all these pockets of people. And I think generally I've kept in contact with most people, but I'm very sparse with it. Like my very best friend, Katie, um, we went to nursery and primary school and secondary school together. She she lives near London now. She's um, a hair and makeup artist and works with all very famous, fabulous people. Ooh. Famously left a can of hairspray on one of the sets of The Crown, (laughs) and it like I remember her telling me that story, and I was like, "That is so you."
0: There was was a a scene in I think I think there was a scene in Game of Thrones where they there was all of the like coffee cups were still left down, like Starbucks stuff, stuff like that. That's so funny. (laughs) That's so so funny. It's an easy mistake to make though, isn't it? Like Oh yeah. When you're there all day in, every day. Especially in a film or TV set because it's so like, you know, you're sort of all waiting around seemingly all day. Yeah. And then it's like, go, go, go. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I mean we I I try and I try and make sure I message her because I think about her all the time like we are very close but I try and message her at least once a week but it very rarely happens <laughs> but then when we yeah. do we have a big talk we have like a big phone call we cry and laugh and then we're like okay well, I'll speak to you in another year <laughs> yeah I've got some friends like that that I, I feel like we'll always have that friendship and that's kind of between us that's okay but I know some people are they need a lot more from you like that feels probably like abandonment in between
0: yeah 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 yeah, like I, I mean, find... I have to say, I do love those friends where you can be like, I'm not going to speak to you for six months, but now we'll have a phone call and it'll be absolutely hunky-dory. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's chill, isn't it? It's chill. I Is like it one, of,
0: one of my friends like that. Like, she literally, like, bought a howl. And I was, like, messaging her to, like, have a catch-up. She was like, oh, well, I'm moving that week. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I bought a house. And I was like, oh, well done. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> there's a momentous life experience that I've Yeah, that's obviously happened off. in the last six
1: months
0: since I've
1: been speaking to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think as well in the age of having, although I don't have any more, any personal social medias that I use, yeah. um, it's very easy to go, oh, that person's doing that. And that's and then you just see it and go, that's nice. I'm happy for you, yeah. but you don't necessarily need to go like, oh, I've just seen that you've done that. Well done, or but like yeah. it's it's so it's like, is it ships passing in the night? It's very there's moments and you're and you know that that person is okay to a point, or they're doing mm. this, and but you don't necessarily need to have that. No, I think that's really interesting uh, analysis of it. That actually, in this day and age, there is so much more of that.
0: Yeah. we've all got loads of friends I mean I think the difficulty is though especially like you know I I do really think that, that that at the moment there will have been a huge mental health impact on those people that you know live alone and yes don't don't want to be having endless conversations on the phone or on zoom I think you know no. like the, the zoom quiz died a death pretty really quickly oh, it was,
1: such was a like, great no. idea it was a great idea and we did one um andrea one of the girls from rebel she sort of just won out and we did it, it was it was a good laugh but yeah. again there's some there was something very lonely about zoom i found that teaching sessions like when i'm teaching a session with everyone in in class i can i can see people's reactions or they can laugh or i can see if they're not quite sure about something can i can respond to that but but it felt very much like I was teaching like a screen Mm -hmm. and and that wasn't at the fault of anyone it's just how lonely being with a screen is I guess it's even like going to the shop and self-service, and we all hate a self-service checkout because they never know what weight you've got, and they're always doing something <laughs> stupid. But not not only
0: unexpected that... item in the bagging area.
1: <laughs> You're like, I'll give you an unexpected item in a minute, <laughs> but you don't have that connection to a person. And actually, I've mm. even the masks I have found. So I've taken wearing a mask down a bit, very um, controversially. Um, but I I like to smile at people.
0: Yeah. I like. I have seen have that. though those hilarious like masks with like a cutout, that's <laughs> plastic. Ah, so you can see your. <laughs> no, so you I can see them. your smile. I have to get one of them. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think they were. In, I think they were invented by a school kid who invented them for, like their like hard of hearing friends. So there was actually like oh. a pretty nice story behind yeah.
1: it. Um, yeah, because because it does close people off even more doesn't it yeah it's it's this and that's the big thing that we're getting back from I think as well because I know a few people that have gone oh god we've gone from not being near anyone to now like okay you don't just because it's the rule from yesterday to hug people like you're allowed to again doesn't mean you have to go around (laughs) hugging everyone (laughs) I actually don't think I've hugged anyone oh oh well now I feel lonely again (laughs) Um, I'll hug you on Thursday. Oh, I cannot wait. I look forward to it. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's this change again, isn't it? I think as creatures, we're not so good. We've been doing the evolving for years, and that we take take our while with the evolving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not. And I think Boris picks out a date, and then it's all new again.
0: Yeah, I think that's what's strange is how, um, you know even a few months ago it was like right on the 17th of May everyone's going to be able to hug and you know now there's like the next deadline is in June and it's sort of like oh and everything's back to normal in June yeah and everyone can go to raves and music festivals and spread germs left and centre and yeah that's kind of crazy like it seems crazy doesn't it to imagine like thousands and thousands of people yeah that does and i hadn't even thought of that and like it's just a bit you know like they've had a few tests, like sports events and they had that rave in liverpool and it just seems really weird (laughs) because you're like oh my god that's in a month's time (laughs) yeah you're right It's nuts (laughs) like I just can't imagine like I I love going to live music events and things but I just can't imagine being in a room with thousands of people
1: no I always I mean pre because I've not been I think I've spoken quite openly I've not I've although I suffer with anxiety I've not had the anxiety about COVID. I've just been, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know if that little switch in my brain just went, yeah, we're not going to really get We
0: can't be bothered to think about that. We can't, (laughs) no.
1: So we're just going to step, we're going to just sit this one out. We're going to, it's going on, we know about it, but we're not going to have any worries at all. So I've been very chill about the whole thing. Yeah. But I've always, I've always, like, if I was stood in a queue for somewhere, I've always hated when someone, like, stands on you. (laughs) Yeah, Like, they're behind you you and they're, and as well, because I'm short, it feels like people are breathing on my head. Yeah. And I think I've it's a bit of an intimidation
0: that. thing as well. Like, I know when I was living in London, like, the whole, like, man-spreaders on the tube. Yeah. And you'd Ooh, be sat yeah. there, like, why is your entire leg... What is the necessity of your entire leg being pushing mine? Yeah, I remember once being sat between two awful man spreaders but like literally like they it was as if they were doing split practice yeah and I was sat between them and it meant that my legs were being like crushed against each other oh god (laughs) so I decided to start literally pushing outwards at both of them and they continued so you had it wasn't like they were like oh oh, shit, you know, I've noticed that actually I'm really encroaching on this person's space, a.k.a. crushing their thighs together. Yeah. But I'm just going to continue doing it because I'm that much of a twat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> people are the worst, aren't they? Yeah. you just, just stay like,
0: down? <laughs> I feel like in queues and crowds, like, people can be so rude. Yeah. Like, yeah. the best. Like, my absolute favourite thing, though, is when you're at some kind of music event and you find people around you that aren't dick. Yes. And you all band together. And you're like, yay, we're too old to be here compared to seemingly the entire world. <laughs> yes. Like, when I went to see the Spice Girls at the Rico, I totally was gifted with that, where... There were like a bunch of girls and guys, all in their 30s, having a lovely time. But what was hilarious is there were loads of like 16-year-olds, and I was like, this myself broke up. What are <laughs> <aboard>? <laughs> Why are you here? And you know, they were all kind of being really like drunk and Larry and sort of like smashing into people constantly and Throwing their drinks over people, it's and so I found this so kind of like it? really lovely crowd of, of older people that almost like protected each other oh. from the ridiculously obnoxious people that were like yeah. I'm just going to get completely shitfaced and throw beer everywhere. And you know when you're like, we're at the Spice Girls. <laughs> 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 this is this is not. This is, this is not where we wean a
1: cup and throw it over the crowd. This is exactly. not that environment.
0: And that that is another thing that people do that, that I'm is, not ready yeah. to experience again. That is not how we
1: spice up our lives.
0: I remember when I was, I don't know, like 16, going to a gig. Um, and where I grew up, obviously I grew up in pretty rural Devon, and our big venue um for, like the stadium style yeah. gig was the West Point Cattle Arena, I which knew was going
1: to be cows involved. I just Obviously. knew it,
0: <laughs> and yeah, so it was like a big cow <laughs> market. <laughs> Do you know what? I nearly said, Oh, was there cows there? and I just didn't want to be that <laughs> guy, and then they're yeah, be? Yeah, no, so it, it was literally like this big cow arena market thing um and i remember going to this gig and a boy behind me in the crowd literally pissing on my leg oh lovely because obviously he was like oh it doesn't really matter be here i'm just gonna piss on the floor I'm not even gonna bother putting my piss in a pint glass and then throwing it everywhere i'm gonna just genuinely piss yeah and i remember him pissing on my leg and me being like that is absolutely amazing and I remember my friend's mum had bought these tickets for whatever gig it was um, because it was her birthday. And her mum was like, did everyone have a great time? And everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, somebody literally pissed on my leg." Oh, <laughs> that is grim. Yeah. Really grim.
1: Do you know what else is grim that people do? I feel like this podcast has turned into, let's just moan about grim things people do. <laughs> grim things. Yeah. <laughs> but spitting. Ugh. Spitting, like even yeah. like I said, not overly bothered by COVID, and I know that's awful and it's very bad, and but I've not been like it's not made me feel anxious or anything, but spitting, unless in, the, in yeah. the street,
0: just hocking one I up. It, that's the, it's the sound. I think <laughs> I I hate that bit more. <laughs> yeah. but like I go, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> like, oh god yeah no thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it is I mean I have to say like the good thing about the pandemic has been that you know people have been on the whole like more conscious people's space they've in general been a bit more hygienic and I I really want all of that stuff yeah Stay. yeah yeah like obviously I do want to go back to a time where going to like festivals and stuff is like you know totally a-okay again yeah but I also just would would like people to like learn and basics. don't piss in a cup and throw it in the air I mean is, is that something we have to learn <laughs> i think unfortunately yeah. it is
1: oh.
0: like i've been to some pretty like grotty festivals and gigs and things where like the stuff that people do you're just like okay right we've <laughs> yeah we're, we're there now are we <laughs> <laughs> we're there brilliant cool. i like i'm just i think from from my point of view like i've not been like too worried about covid particularly like you know I've been pretty careful like I've got a long-term health condition so I am fairly at risk um but (laughs) I mean I mean you're very chill though still yeah but I think you know I don't I think what what I find kind of strange is the fact that it's like oh June everything's going to be totally normal. That's and that's even what though I like strange. by that point I'll be fully vaccinated, but I know from previous experience vaccines don't seem to like love me. Like mm. in terms of I'm not the best at once I'm vaccinated not getting that thing.
1: Yeah, well they say that, don't they, about this, this vaccine? Like it doesn't stop you from getting it either, or,
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously. And... Yeah, I mean, it's it's meant to sort of like be stop you a certain percentage. Um, which but is you're great. gonna be that. You're gonna be that. But I'm always 0.1. gonna be that percentage <laughs> because I've just got like the world's worst immune system. I mean, <laughs> when I was at university, I caught scarlet fever. Jesus. Yeah you can only catch from pigeons basically. Do you Um, you need to tell us something about your relationship with pigeons? No I mean genuinely it's not like I was stood in Trafalgar Square like feeding the friggin pigeons like seemingly (laughs) I just like looked down one day and was covered in this horrible red rash and was like oh that sore throat that I thought was just because I've been drinking too much the last few days because it was like right at the end of uni yeah um oh I'm sure maybe that's something else and then I had to go to hospital and be like literally like quarantined in case it was meningitis oh my god (laughs) and then they said they were like oh like don't worry because at the time I was in like halls of residence and they were like oh don't worry too much like it's scarlet fever you can only really catch it off pigeons so you're not very contagious to human <laughs> beings and I was there like but how did I catch off a pigeon yeah yeah
1: hang on let's just circle back so at what point did I I mean did did you did you think back and think of any pigeony moments? No.
0: I mean, my only thought is that, like, you know, maybe I was, like, sat on a tube station bench or something and a pigeon had been there before I sat down.
1: (laughs) It's a reach, but it's possible.
0: Yeah, I mean... They do get everywhere, don't they, them pigeons? Especially in London. But, yeah, I mean, scarlet fever, like, that's a pretty vintage disease. (laughs) Vintage disease? Which the kid in... Have you ever read um, the Velveteen Rabbit?
1: I haven't, but it gets bounded around a lot,
0: doesn't it? Oh, it's like the saddest book ever. But that's what the kid in the Velveteen Rabbit gets. They get scarlet fever, <laughs> and they have to burn all of the child's belongings. Oh my god!
1: Did you Pense. burn all
0: of your belongings? No,
1: not as dramatic.
0: No, it wasn't oh, that dramatic. But like. Yeah, basically, the kid get uh, scarlet fever. They burn all of his belongings, including his beloved velveteen rabbit. But the velveteen rabbit escapes and then becomes a real rabbit.
1: Oh. And it is... It's yeah. a tearjerker. It sounds like a tearjerker. <laughs> I think I'm ready for that. Everything's making me cry as it is at the minute. Yeah. Like I could do without the velveteen rabbit.
0: Yeah, but it... It's, it is a, re- I remember, I, I used to love the velvet Rabbit when I was a kid. I remember that was like the one excitement that I had. <laughs> when really? I got Scarlet Fever, I was like, oh my God, I'm like the kid on the velvet Rabbit. I'm basically the same. <laughs> I'm basically the same as this Victorian child in this actually horrendous <laughs> book.
1: <laughs> Isn't it, uh, did you ever watch, did you ever watch uh, Worship Down as a child? Yeah, I mean, because that's that. harrowing. 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 But I loved yeah. that as a kid. And then as an adult, I remember seeing it and being like, what the... Same with um Edward Scissorhands. I, oh. watched it, I watched it loads as a kid, was obsessed, and then, like, didn't watch it for a bit. And then as an adult, I saw it again and was just like, what is this awful, sad... There's
0: nothing nice about it. <laughs> There's no I, mean, I, nice... I did go and see the Edward Scissorhands ballet though. Oh, I think it was, Eng- which was English National Ballet, and that oh, was
1: really? oh,
0: amazing. Because I've seen the Matthew Bourne Edward's Hands, and
1: that is fantastic. It's my favourite Matthew Bourne show by far. It's like mm. re- he just—you know how quirky he is with yeah his shows. Well, I've not seen the English National Ballet one. Maybe I'll put that on my. Now it's I can go English and do National things. Ballet.
0: I went. It was when I was still at school. I remember go draw like it was on tour and going and seeing it in Plymouth. Oh, yeah, possibly then. It was I think... all very exciting. Because my mum is, like, obsessed with ballet, so, like, that was, like, a nice accessible ballet that, like, wasn't just, like, what the hell is going
1: on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there is a lot of that. I remember going, um, my dance teacher got myself and one of the girls tickets to go and see, um, I think it was Capelia. Oh, but, that's but a weird was... one. It's a weird one. <laughs> But I, like, I liked it, but we went to see the dress rehearsal. So, and to watch it all the way through, lovely. But there was this one scene and it was like the longest dance ever and they kept getting it wrong. So they kept stopping it and starting it again. And we were oh both like, God. I could only see this scene so many more times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it was very intense. I liked it though. Like, it's quite a strange story. It is, isn't it? Like a doll. But it's a doll, yeah. And, and he brings it to life yeah but he's like in love with her but he's also really old is he a bit of a pervert basically he's a bit weird i mean basically what we've established is that actually quite a lot of like children because capelia is meant to be like effectively like a fairy tale no wonder we've all got mental health issues they're all pretty weird like I was thinking when I was talking about the Velveteen Rabbit, another book that I loved as a kid was something called The Bear That Nobody Wanted. Oh, which is literally—I mean, you know—the clues in yeah. the title. Oh, that's and sad. It's just horrible. <laughs> oh.
1: So, what have we talked about today? It's uh, been random. It's been very random. It's always very random.
0: Yeah, I guess it's been about sort of preparing for the end of pandemic life, I guess, as we know it. Even though, yeah, I feel like there's going to be there's going to be edges of pandemic life, isn't there, for a while? Yeah, yeah, because there'll probably be upsurges and down surges and sideways surges.
1: (laughs) Just a few I'm, surges. I'm so scientific. You are. All right. of the science. I think you could also get a job doing something along the scientific. Uh, mm. I think that'd be as one of your to, many.
0: To be fair, when I was at school, the only thing I ever wanted to do was a history TV presenter.
1: Wow. That's specific.
0: Really specific. And then when I met Jeff, his only ambition in life was to be a spring watch presenter. And I was like, wow, we're like basically the same Uh, person.
1: Oh, that's so cute. Slightly different (laughs) niches. Yeah, but you know, you'd both be television presenters and your funny little programs. (laughs) Yeah. One day, one day, Jeff, hold on to that dream.
0: Yeah, I, I mean now as an adult I'd quite like to be a spring watch presenter I mean I've got no qualifications whatsoever but um, you,
1: you but essentially you just watch the spring and I think you've got two eyes yeah. and I feel like that is enough <laughs> I like nature I yeah.
0: like the, the
1: things I was I popped to see my mum and dad my mum and dad my mum and stepdad uh the other day and um they've got like all the bird feeders and stuff like that in the garden and I don't mind looking out and going oh look there's some lovely tits as they just openly call them in the house oh look the tits are here and then we go oh look look at all the tits in the garden isn't that nice (laughs) and then and then you'd be like look look the tits are back and I'd be like okay I've seen the tits you don't have to aggressively make me look out the window and then I'm like just looking out the window going I don't I'm not really that bothered about the tits now now you yeah. forced, you forced well, it upon been me. Forced.
0: Yeah, now I wants to forced upon me. I keep them. seeing woodpeckers though, which I find quite exciting because I'm not sure I've seen many woodpeckers in my life. No, I don't think I've seen many, you know. I keep oh, seeing exciting. them in, like the grossest parts of Coventry and I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> you when will get you say get the grossest
1: shocked. parts, do you mean all of the parts of Coventry?
0: <laughs> Well, no, you know, like the grosser bits. Yeah, (laughs) the areas, the
1: areas that are
0: less desirable. You'll see a woodpecker literally on the Falls Hill Road, and you're like, "Why are you here? What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, that is unusual. (laughs) And it's like there are parks; there are nicer bits that you can live in, and here you are pecking a (laughs) lamppost. Welcome to Coventry. (laughs) Anyway, thanks to everybody for listening to um, our ramblings about uh, the current life situations that that we find ourselves in. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, if if anyone can come away from that podcast understanding anything, I think well done.